Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 215. That is 215. I am Hi. Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hi there. Were you getting the second high end for the patrons right nope. ahead? Nope, this is their high. Hello, patrons. Oh, there right. we go. Anyway, leading right off with that, head on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage on and this. Then you can get a second hello. <laughs> Yeah, see, if you're listening and you're not a patron, ignore that second yeah, hello. Yeah, you only that get one. That wasn't for you. You only get one. Mm-mm. But yeah. if you're a patron, you get two. That's to say hello, patrons. <laughs> Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Carbitrage. On our custom-designed webpage on Patreon, you'll find two open-ended levels of support for content consumers like you to support content producers like us. And in this case, you to us. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it, it's kind of like NPR. Anyway, you know how NPR is like always like, hey, you can help support us. But, like, they're, like, low-key, yeah. or it's theft. <laughs> I'm saying it's theft. <laughs> and I am saying we'll still make it, even if you don't We'll make do it, it either way. But we appreciate it. And we understand that you may be stealing from us. But also, okay. it could be theft. And yeah, it could be theft. And th- if it's theft, theft, theft is... Depending on how many episodes, that might be a felony level. It could be a felony level theft. You don't get pulled over for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Carbitrage, anyway. a primary offense in 48 states. Yes, it is. <laughs> Anyway, I am uh, I am on a tall silver bullet here, Coors Light. I'm still drinking this Ven Mexican Dark Lager. It's solid. I was, I was just about to ask. I'm glad you had an opinion on it. I would. We didn't talk about it much. If Ven had this more readily available, I'd drink it more often. And that container size is fine too. Mm, no, if I can get it in like a tall boy, it'd be perfect. Perfect. I don't want to be like because that is a tall and wide boy. Yeah, this is a huge boy, and it's five percent. Yes, twenty IBU though. That's, I bet it is pretty good. It's perfect. Excellent. <laughs> it's really good. All right, leading right off into topics, I want to talk about uh, YouTube recommendations being a little bit crappier now than they ever have been. Yeah, because what the hell? Nobody makes content anymore. No, everyone no, like, is. Even the people that make content, my YouTube recommendations have been the shitter. Okay. Because so like I usually get a bunch of like writing like like YouTubers that I follow like Brandon Sanderson and who's a famous author and other people. Um, and just like stuff like about writing, but I also do like a bunch of like nerd stuff, like physics stuff. And then I do like Penguin Zero mm-hmm. and Star Wars stuff <laughs> and a very, very small percentage percentage of it is car shit. Okay. Cause I deal with cars all day and I'm, I don't like automotive YouTubers for the most part. I, yeah, I don't, I mean, as a content producer, I don't typically consume that much, but I've, I've. I found that the people that I subscribe to and I like the most have wound back the most through 2020. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I'll scroll past a video five, six times and like it'll have to start like raising itself in my cast before I'll start considering it as a, uh, as a relation to another thumbnail. I've just been getting like nonsense where it's like, hey, you, you like physics. Here's a tank. I'm like, I don't care about that. Or, hey, you like cars? Here's a test of work gloves. Yeah, seriously. It's That's literally, what it it's, was on, on my It's just channel. random nonsense. It's not that people aren't producing. Because, like, so, like, I watch, like, every every Simon, every Simon Whistler channel I subscribe to. Because I love Simon Whistler. He's my favorite YouTuber. My favorite single YouTuber. Okay. Um, And so, like, he, I know for a fact he puts out two videos per day between his channels. Wow. Holy cow. Dude makes six Dude, that's more than Joe Rogan. This dude, nonstop. He has a shitload of channels. He just makes stuff nonstop. But it's like, I just get random shit like this. Like, Disney's stunt robots could change how Hollywood makes action movies. I don't care. It's from two years ago. I've had two years to watch this shit. (laughs) I haven't chosen to watch it. 
George Michael's Unfailing Internal Clock by Stephen Balloon. Seven years ago. I haven't watched that. Don't intend to ever watch that. It makes no sense. I'm curious. Here's something about guns I don't care about. Like, there's a bunch of not... You won't believe what happened the first time I fought a Marauder in oh, Doom Eternal. Don't like, worry, guys. I have folded man finally stands upright Yeah, I got that one for a while. I don't give a shit about any of that. So anyway, I was paging through, slowly diminishing my... Well, actually increasing my hatred for myself. And I decided, I don't really care about it, but I do like Chris Harris. He's now obviously producing for Top Gear UK. Yeah. And he put out a video about the new 2021 GT3. My only issue with Chris Harris, as much as I love him, he treats... He reminds me, he's like the Martha Stewart of cars, where he's so passionate about literally everything he reviews. Yeah. Like, it makes me want to kill that passion. Like, I, if I was a producer, <laughs> I'm like, you are just solely testing Dacia Sandero for the rest of your life. And I just like, love how the interior literally, fit and finish is just so I will put you out of the automotive business forever, and you are just forced to solely... Just the most mind-numbing, terrible car. Like he would the most exciting car you're ever gonna see for the rest of your life. Chris Harris is a Hyundai Venue. <laughs> like, he would find a way. I know he would. He would go like dig through all the CAD drawings. He's just he's just so he's so passionate about literally everything. I know it's he's like up, a, it's he's like up a, on a lift right now, yeah. looking at the canards underneath it. And like with Martha Stewart, mm. like it's not that I dislike Martha Stewart. It's just that she's so passionate about every little thing. Like. This is a nice thing. Like, listen, motherfucker. I'm going to put you in the word. like, three you are, things. I'm putting... I, I'm Literally, your new show is you are going to a third <laughs> world country reviewing houses. That's what you're doing, Martha Stewart. And I just want to do that with Chris Harris and be like, you're going to Uzbekistan and you're reviewing cars. Oh, and no. Enjoy all your... your here's all, a Zaz Umlitz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's your, your Zamyad Z24. Show no, me that's passion a good about vehicle. I know it is, but it's something that he'd that'd be the like, most passionate. This gearbox is fabulous. But that's a it, it, so anyway with Chris Harris, he, he's just so overly passionate about everything. He is, but he still has Neil as his video videographer. Neil is amazing, and I I like his passion because it makes me watch a video, an entire video, start to finish about a car I don't really care about, other than the fact that it's probably going to be the last bastion of internal combustion manual transmission sold to the general consuming public so you are right as much as i is it makes me want to just like destroy his will to live with terrible vehicles these two things can live yeah these are entirely like they're they're not mutually exclusive because i do agree he is a wonderful youtuber it just like I just really want to smash his like hope his hope to live like i really want him to review a citron cactus those are also awesome. I know what I want to watch him review it because it's not something you'd care about. I agree. He should review garbage. It would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, that's if you want me to watch Top Gear, get these fast cars out of here. I don't care. Oh yeah, it's like I, I never, car show logic. I never ever ever will in my life give a shit about a supercar being reviewed on the television. Here's a rule of thumb: if you will see this car. In the next five years at a Cars and Coffee event, it is not allowed to be videographered. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, I don't... Because if you look back at, like, all the cars that Top Gear... Like, they were excited to do on Top Gear. Yeah. It's nothing that I care about. All the things that they were dragged into were the oh, things yeah. I rewatched. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I'm never in my life... As much as I like... Remember the, the Progeo Kalisa they bought brand yeah. new? As much as I love the Jaguar 
XKR. Like, which we've established you really do. I really love them. They're really dumb. I would never watch the the Top Gear YouTube or the Top Gear video of that. No. I don't care about it. I like that car because it's dumb. Yeah. And I like the little bits and bobs on it. And I admit it's dumb. I don't want to watch a review of it. I know what I like about it. <laughs> I love that you're getting salty. Teach me about something that I shouldn't care about. Tell me why I should like mm-hmm. the Mirage. That is why I am so pro Mirage. Because I know that every automotive YouTuber hates the Mirage. And that's where Carbitrage has done the world a favor. Exactly. Because we actually review the garbage. <laughs> Well, we've told yeah, it's not garbage. It's amazing stuff. The, the quote-unquote garbage. What's yes. that? What's the America truck little boy? That's like a oh yes the the the, the Primac Taos bra, the Bre, the Bre, Bre, Mac. Taos yeah Primac Taos yeah that you not Patriot. not shit good I, vehicle. I, want, I will. I'm not lying. As soon as I can get one, I will buy one. That's so cute. Because I know for a fact that I can afford it. Because it's so Russian. good. It's probably gonna be free, and there's probably gonna be some really really sketchy financing on it. I don't even care if I have to finance it through a cartel. It will be worth it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, that's cool that he reviewed that. That's that's fun. Um, I just, I'm again, happy it's got a six-speed still. I'm happy it's got a six-speed, not a seven-speed, because a seven-speed's stupid. It is, and they knew that, and they got rid of it. Good. Although it's still in the base Carrera. But, I mean, like, again, I, I could not care less. You know this. About the last like, ten years of Porsche, I just don't care. You, you know, you want to know something that's just like a quandary of me? Yes. If that seven-speed was not in a Porsche... Mm-hmm. I'd care about it. If that manual seven-speed was in, like, a... C8 Corvette? If, yeah, maybe. If that seven-speed was in a Ford Ranger, I'd care about it. Oh, God. Because oh. you know it would be a six-speed with a super low, and yeah. it would make it a seven-speed. No, I, if it's the <clears throat> exact same transmission. you put So that they put this, a transaxle in a Ranger. And something that doesn't belong having that exact transaxle in it. I just want it to be something cab-forward, then, if it's going to be that dumb. Even better, they should make a new uh, forward-controlled Jeep with they that should. transmission. Done. That'd be perfect. Perfect. But anyway, it's <laughs> Porsche is just a company where... Um, you're, well, you're welcome, corporate Porsche. Yeah. Porsche is just a company where I've just I've never... They make things that I care about, but as a company, whenever somebody gets excited about their things, I can't help but hate it. <laughs> That's your inner misanthrope coming out, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, for me, it's like... If somebody ever tells me, like, you know what the best Porsche ever made is a 930, I'd be like, <clears throat> as much as, like, in my heart of hearts, I agree. It would take every fiber of my being saying, you know what, you're you're wrong. You know why? Because the pre-facelift 924 was actually the best Porsche. It's totally underrated. <laughs> like, I would always come up with some dumb argument like that. You wouldn't actually use the real answers? No! Okay. I just come up with some dumb bullshit to make them mad, because I'm mad that they're happy. <laughs> wow, that... Even though, in my heart of hearts, well, I'll totally go to somebody with a Lamborghini and say, yeah, 930s are totally better than this, but, you know... And then the person with the Lamborghini goes, yeah, I agree. I hate like, that I know where you're coming from. I know, right? Because, like, there are, I'll go to a car show, and, like, I will, they're, they're, I will fundamentally too... agree with these people, and, and I will find a way to disagree. They're so... They're, like, they're just way too excited about it. It's, like, I have no idea, like... It's just, like, it makes me want to just, like... It's like Chris Harris, like... I need to curb their enthusiasm. I need to curb his enthusiasm. Like, I, I just need to destroy this. Like, it's the same... Like, it's the same reason why, like, when humans... I wanted to destroy when something When humans beautiful. see something cute, 
they smile and they bare their teeth because it's actually a natural reaction to try to attack it. It's a weird thing that that like it is something that's like like evolved into humans. It's like that where it's just like I just I see it and I agree and I'm just like I just I need to I need to push this car off a cliff. <laughs> I just I was undes like you are Tyler Durden. <laughs> I was uncontrollable uncontrollable urge just push this car into the ocean. <laughs> okay, Prince Philip. Yeah, but you know at the same time. <clears throat> that's that, again. That's why I like Lamborghini people because Lamborghini people admit that their cars are rubbish. They oh yeah, know, they, straight they out know, of the gate, I'm like oh, it's a terrible it, car. It, they, they all go, yeah, this car is terrible, and that's how I like Lamborghinis because like they don't do that. <laughs> that's why you hate the Murcielago. <laughs> I hate the Murcielago. I absolutely <clears throat> detest Uricon owners. <laughs> also, oh, good job, you turned your key. So speaking of Uricon owners, uh, oh, Donut no. Video did a thing on like the best Lamborghinis okay. and everybody's like how about the Uricon it is technically the best cheap Lambo that you can get yeah well you know what I mean yeah. compared to like the Gallardo and they're like yeah baby Lambo they're like yeah it's better but like am I wrong for not wanting it like I, I don't want it to be good and they're like every car on here sucked like we like the ones that suck more like, do you want a Yurako? Like, hell yeah, I do. Yes, I want the Yurako. Give me the Lamborghini silhouette. Like, oh, <laughs> the red-headed yeah. stepchild that was between the Yurako and the even more forgotten Yalpa. Uh, both great-looking cars. Yeah, they're All great. three great-looking cars. All three cars. are great cars. But that's the thing. Is like, I, I, I don't know, it's Whenever somebody gets way too excited about how good their car is, it makes me hate it. <laughs> so that's me. Oh uh, speaking of cars... Um, on our car po- podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it at some point. Yeah, that was my segue here <laughs> about cars. Um, I want to talk about, so Montana has a new EV bill, and there was a epic Twitter thread that came, that happened. It was like an on-floor debate between uh, senators in the press okay. about this bill. And like it happened on Twitter, and it was just wild. And they were talking about it on uh, Making Smart with Kai and Molly, which is an NPR podcast. Um, Which is but, theft if you're not paying for it, by the yes. way. Yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I'll, I'll give you the TLDR. So okay. EVs, mm-hmm. they don't pay road tax yearly. Like cars do based off of gasoline because your road tax in Montana is from, at the gas pump. So it's like Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. So Montana uh, is doing a $400 a year road tax on EVs. I, I can imagine how ass-mad EV owners are, because when Minnesota put in the $75 mm-hmm. one, people with $150,000 Teslas were freaking the out. So do you want to hear the shit about this one? I sure do. When you do the math, on average, a Montana car, which is like a Ford F-10,000 dually mm-hmm. carrying a horse trailer. Or a tax haven registered vehicle. Yeah, like it, it's, an, it's a Montana car. Yes. Um, they pay about $150 a year on road tax. Oh, at the gas pump. Ah, so people are losing their minds. I see. Four hundred dollars versus one hundred fifty dollars. That a is year. a lot more. Commercial EVs are so EVs that are registered commercially, like a business car, fifteen hundred dollars a year. So that let's is... say you're, te- you're let's say you have a business that's in Montana and you register your Tesla Model S in Montana is under your business instead of under your name. It's fifteen hundred dollars a year. That is unconscionably high. <laughs> I know. It's wild. So anyway, it's everybody doing the math. And then it was like the entire Montana house, which they're all Republican, 
all going bananas about it. And they're all saying, like, no, this is totally fair. And they're, like, in the face of math, they were like, no, this is totally fair. We don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> like, they were just bold-faced lying about it. tell a flat, er- flat earther in space, like, the thing out there yeah, that this you're is, looking this at round. with your eyes you. yeah. is round. Like, no, it's flat. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a it's, supply. it's just it's so wild to me so for reference to our listeners i just quick did the math so the average gas tax per gallon is 28.5 cents yes. in minnesota that's so it. in order yeah. to at 25 miles per gallon pay okay so it's 75 dollars a year right now for evs above and beyond our tabs yeah that is equivalent to 6,700 miles driven so if you drive your ev less than that you're actually paying more effectively yeah, a higher every, percentage. Everybody uses it more. 6,000 right. miles, that's less than you can ever even lease a car for because it's not possible to even, drive that little. Exactly. So, like, it really should actually be higher. Like, 75 is pretty good because yeah, you're avoiding no, that I, much gas tax. 50 a year is where you should be for your gas tax, like, on average. Or like how about we just change it so it's not a gas tax, it's not an EV thing. You find some other way, like legalizing tax. pot and tap yeah, area. exactly. Like, there's just there's things you can do. A tire tax, actually, would make mm-hmm. sense. Um, Seriously, yeah, that'd be that'd easy actually to put be in. the easiest. I way think to, you've inadvertently I come up with an excellent tire solution. Tax makes sense. <laughs> it's a really good because idea because the vehicles that y- use their tires more either driven more and or they're a high performance vehicle or it's a commercial vehicle and no tax on winter tires. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like th- that also get people to get their winter tires. Sure would, but like. Ryan, you're a genius. Actually, even if you did tax it on winter tires, oh, then you're, you're you're using your tires less. So you're paying less tax oh, if you have winter tires. Why the hell don't we tax tires then? Yeah, this is this is stupid. Pro why tip. are you why are you gassing why are you taxing gas? You should tax tires. Okay, Montana, <laughs> you heard it here first. You're doing it wrong. Why am I not a politician? I am so glad you're not. Because <laughs> I come up with I'd fix. Things. I would have to watch C-SPAN if you were. That'd be the problem. Yeah, I'd, I'd fix things. I'm not. Anyway. Don't worry, I'm not going to become a politician. I've got way too many other things going on. Well, at least you have the voice of one. I can yell. <laughs> That'll be a, I, I can <laughs> yell and be upset about things. So, And both of those qualities will be very excited for my poor segue, which is we've been invited back to the uh, Twin City Auto Show for the second year running to I'm do our podcast. actually very excited about this. You mm. told me about this. Me too. Um, so I, I briefly had a call with one of the Nemer figure people. I think we were actually the last podcast that was able to record because they ended it the day after us. I believe so. Yeah, we yeah. were... We probably shouldn't have been there, you know. Yeah, but. because Drive Cartel was, they were doing it like two days after us. Like, we did on, and they on got canceled. Saturday, and I think they were actually doing it on that Sunday. No, they did it on Monday, that's what it was. Okay. And so on that Sunday, it got ended. Oh, God. Yeah, it was, it was a day or two after yeah. after we presented. But anyway, normally the Minneapolis Twin City Auto Show is at our convention center, which is a lovely venue, even though they stuck us in truck country last year. But this year, it's going to be a much more back-to-the-50s-esque event. It's going to be at our Minnesota State Fairgrounds, Perfect. which I think is actually oh. going to be pretty great. You know, I just thought we should be able to bring one of our cars to the podcast event. I'm sure I could so talk to... don't have to to walk i asked them about this and so where they're going to put us is the amphitheater right by blue barn okay and the entire like transit entrance we can park it's right there yeah we can park right there I so think we should just be able to bring one of our cars up to the show we'll have something i haven't had a second call with them yet um, we should we should add that in because you actually have waking like, the e30 there's, or something there's a huge lot right behind it well, yeah. I mean, like, well, I mean, you have, like, the E30. There's all sorts of interesting cars that we could have that, to draw We could take there. Brexit there, which has a big back end, and then it could overheat and park and cool down all day. And then dump coolants all over people. Yay! Yay! 
Anyway, that's that's a good idea. But I'm st- I'm still waiting on answers for you know what kind of audio system hookup they have. It sounds like they'll have that for us. I'm not sure if they'll have any sort of visual aid display. I asked about the internet speed. Um, these folks were doing their best, but they were a little caught off guard. But they gave us a prime time spot, which is the first Saturday, and they gave us the whole day if we want it. That's awesome. So I'm just like, all right. Well, right now the plan is I think to get there at 11 a.m. to like start setting up actually do a podcast starting at noon and then we just go through our regular two episode thing yeah I do but that. i'm sure we'll have to you know build out a couple episodes just to make sure they're extra good but yes we, broadcast koozies. we will do a tier list live excellent i should get a giant board and make a tier list board <laughs> just in case <laughs> like, that'd be hilarious to have a live tier list board like the, cool, the top of your cool wall <laughs> it's the cool wall we're gonna need a scissor lift then for the yeah. s tier <laughs> But no, I, I'm really excited about this venue, honestly, because that amphitheater has built-in seating. That was a, a big issue we had last year, where nobody could actually sit and watch the show if they wanted to. And we to. will fill it because we have so many patrons that we can so many patrons fill that. And that, patrons are required to attend. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and, and we, we will be able to fill it twice. Twice. Um, but anyway, if, <laughs> there if shall be mincing room only. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, so I think it's next month, uh, the fifteenth. I think it's what I told you. It's Something it was a like regular that, yeah. podcast recording day. We'll, we'll let you guys know when we're recording. But if you're in the area, please come. Dope. See I'm us. Uh, pump I for will that. be uh, vaccinated by then too. Hell yeah! Get your my second pouchy ouchy. My, my second one's on the ninth. I am pissed because it is right after Cinco de Mayo, and Cinco de Mayo always has a really lit lowrider show. I'm not going to go to this year. I'm kind of bummed for that, but oh, whatever. Oh no! I know. And you. I, um, sorry, did you get Pfizer or Moderna? Uh, Pfizer, so I need the I need the, the double. Yeah, no, I the double know double. That. Those are both double, but yeah. Well, Moderna. I'm, I'm curious sucks. to see if the second one like really takes you out, like the J and J did for me. I will totally go to the Cinco de Mayo show, <clears throat> like totally wiped out, and I'll like pass out on a bus stop eating an elote. Right, wow. Okay, I, that's a rough mental image. Me. <laughs> 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 My fancy corn, like, stuck to my shirt. I just picture Stephen Hawking pre-wheelchair. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's not too far off. Um, anyway, I'm excited for that. So, yeah, coming out to that Minnesota Auto Show. It should we'll, be good. We'll talk more shit about crossovers in front of people that are there to look at crossovers. I doubt we'll be invited back the year after this one, so we'll see. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, it's like my, my duty to get kicked out of the auto show for talking shit about crossovers. Terrible vehicles. They're, they're awful. Buy a Hyundai Venue, even though it's technically a crossover, but I'm calling it a wagon. Just lower it. It's the only one I like. Um, the taillights are cool. They're very cool. So I want to talk about Subaru. Okay. Um, so, as you know, oh, as everybody in the world knows, I wrote this car. Oh I God. wrote the 22B that was on Bring a Trailer. <clears throat> I'm very excited. This so, car. Ask me all the questions you have, and I will not answer them for you because <laughs> I don't want to. Um, <laughs> it's simple as that. Also, I would feel a little weird answering questions that you should probably be asking the seller. Um, but anyway, that car sold. For a bananas price of $312,555 because Subaru and 555 is uh, 22B is hexadecimal for 555. People are way too nerdy. Yes. Uh, now, what I think is even more wild about this is that this actually sold for more than the actual Subaru STI 555 WRC test car sold for a couple of years ago. So this is the like the road going model. Yeah. yeah, so this is the equivalent of a short wheelbase UR Quattro or UR Quattro. Okay. 
um, selling for more than an actual Group B Quattro. That doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't make any Other sense, than the but fact it did. Street legal, and somebody's hopefully going to use it, but they Well, won't. it's not yet. It's show or display only. Oh. Because it's not, it's not old enough. What year it is. It is. It's still within, I think, a year or two of being show or display. Yeah, yeah, two years. Yeah, it's two years of show or display. But, uh, yeah, no, this is an absolutely fantastic card. The dude that sold it is one of the nicest people I've ever dealt with at Grand Trailer. Um, one of the best sellers. He was a great guy. Um, but, yeah, it's card number 256. Or number, 156. number 156, sorry. Um <clears throat> All the cool stuff that did not like honestly a twenty two B. There's a lot of cars in Japan that were made in this era that were really rad, and so like there's a high bar to well, it's really. Like that uh, Outback wagon or the whatever it was. It well, was like a super early. There's a super high bar that you have to cross to be like really stand out because everything was cool. Like everything came with limited slip differential standard. Everything came with a inline six twin turbo. Everything. Had it's just how you made power. Get, everything had a Getrag manual <laughs> transmission. Everything like had a four wheel steering and anti lock brakes and like every bell and whistle you can think ah, of in the nineties were so good. Like all these things, like th- that's like what you had to do to compete in like mm-hmm. the Japanese bubble era muscle cars. Um, <laughs> but this car really, even among those, stands out for being different than the rest. Like it's got the actual, I think it's a Momo steering wheel. Looks um, like it. Yeah, it's got it, it's one of four hundred that were ever made. The engine was hand modified. Like these are all hand built. Like these are very very special cars. So a lot of people compare it to like a Supra RZ or something, where it's like uh, Supra RZ is really good, but it's not the same as this. I the only car I could I could really compare to a twenty two B as far as uniqueness goes and like actual value yeah. of a car, I would probably say would be like a R34 Skyline GTR in one. Okay. That's the only one I could think of where they like lightened everything. They put in like crank windows, no AC. Like that's the only car I could really compare to this for uniqueness. And it still has a rear wiper, which is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Weight reduction, but keep the wiper. Yeah. Keep the, keep, keep the, keep the wiper. wiper. But like it, it's just it's such a great car. Um big, big fan of it. Um and you know what, the uh I, I would totally take an STI over this, but I understand the difference in price. Like I understand why this car is three hundred thousand dollars. Like it makes Even sense. I who knows nothing except for what you just told me about the car, I get it. I understand why somebody paid it. This it car. has a two point two liter closed, closed deck. deck. Yeah, flat four. Like, the engine itself was unique. Dual or cam closed deck, I should say. Yeah. Um, Fa- yeah, factory. Just all sorts of, like, wild stuff on this car that they did. Like, it, it's it's literally hard to, to... You just have to go and, like, read the ad I made for a brand trailer because that goes through most most of the major things that they did. Um, Plus, it's got, like, bubbly box flares, which is yes, awesome. Yes, those are quite good. Quite Which good. are also hand-laid. Everyone was... At, Put on by hand. There was not a machine that made I can't, this. I can't handle anything worth doing. <laughs> it's and when you get into one, it still feels like an Impreza. <laughs> sure that that would be the biggest part. pisser. It's like ooh. You get into it, it still makes the tinny, <clears throat> the echoey. Dude, it's like getting close. into a two thousand two turbo though. It's like ooh, it really. Yeah, you get just into getting it, into a five thousand dollar two thousand two from fifty years ago. Yeah, like a two thousand two turbo. Like uh, this is 
marginally better than a 510. <laughs> if, if that, yeah, let's be honest. It's definitely marginal. <clears throat> um, wow. But yeah, that no, is it's an unhealthy sum of money, though. It, it, it's, it, it is very cool, and it's one of those cars where it, it, it has its quirks. But you know how I say, like, I love Lamborghini because they're dumb? Yeah. This, this is a Lamborghini. It, it totally fits. Yeah. It, and it is worth the money. And it's okay to have a dumb car. It's worth a lot of money because no car worth over $100,000 is a reasonable car. It's not dumb. Every car that sells for an amount had a second-place bidder that bid $1,000 less. Yeah, so exactly. There's more than one person willing to pay this for this car. Yeah, and it's, <clears> it, I'm very excited. But I just think it's hilarious. That's sold for more than the actual car. This like the <laughs> this picture kept like popping up on Bring a Trailer, and I just kept scrolling past it when I was getting into my portfolio, yeah. or portfolio whatever you call it. And I didn't even bother to click on it until I saw... I chose a good one. For I, yeah, I, you I, did. I chose a very I, good it, lead photo. It looked like a bring a trailer listing i just didn't bother to click on it, it was a subaru yeah no, it's i figured it was a nice 2.5 rs if you no ever, idea. if you ever see a subaru on bring a trailer pop up at you click on it if you ever see subaru on bring a trailer click on it because that's a high bar to reach <laughs> for subaru. come to think of it like if you ever see a subaru like all right so rule of thumb for bring a trailer is we never list mileage unless it's verified in under 50,000 miles. Okay. If you ever see a Subaru where it says the miles on the car, mm-hmm. that means that's a, a primo Subaru. Cause you never Sumeru? see, Subaru, sorry, you never see Subarus like anywhere near 10,000 miles that aren't on like their fifth engine. And like have been told out three times with like hail damage. It's like a yellow <laughs> Honda really. Yeah. It's just a, a, a Barbados <laughs> CRX. <laughs> possible to find <laughs> in stock condition yeah exactly one of those crosses not on fire. for a quarter million bucks with documented never been stolen it's, it's not honest, on fire it's condition that's an ongoing inside joke at bring a trailer it's like every time we have a crx and we look at it like we look at what the original color was and then we look at the we look at the car facts and fire fire damn it <laughs> i found it oh you're like Wait, running it, down the hall and the next page like comes in there front. was one that was barbados yellow that we actually listed i think and then like if you look at it, it was like originally like silver or something it was repainted oh, okay. the barbados yellow See, that's and we're why like, and they're like nuts that doesn't <laughs> so, count yeah I, I if there's ever if there's gonna be a crx it's a hundred thousand dollars it's gonna be a usd and barbados yellow si <clears throat> y49 by the way is what their the color code is uh S, crx si with the mileage listed on brand trailer that, that and be preferably the, no fire history. Well, that's the thing. It's like list that it has to be a clean Carfax and everything good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I've yet to come across a car where it has a dirty Carfax in under 50,000 miles that's verifiable, but, oh, God, I don't want that day to ever come. I don't want to deal with that, that sounds conversation. sounds like a lot of, yeah, not only that, but it sounds like just a lot of there's legwork. A, there's a, there's a ton of legwork that happens on the back end with every listing. So, like, if you ever, like, nice. if you ever, like, list a car on Branch Trailer, like, and your auction special says, like, hey, we're doing this. Go with it. There's a reason for that. Because auction specialist doesn't like. Let me save you from <laughs> yeah, yourself. Like, we don't recommend things on accident. Like, we we do a lot of homework whenever we write these listings. You see so. this? We've sold 58 of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know this car very well. Please. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, uh, on a, a very much cheaper note. On a very new note. Yes. Talking about things that are of a very cool form factor and of a company we currently like. That's too bad Jenna's not here to talk oh, about the Sienna. Man, what? They, they are now offering a factory lifted all-wheel drive Sienna. From Toyota. Yeah. 
Yep. Florida's making this. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's being made, and uh, it's a factory lifted off-road designed Sienna. Why, in God's name, if you were already still buying an SUV, would you buy an SUV? There's no reason to buy. Like, there's no reason the clogger should exist because this exists. Like this is so great. I mean, it needs like BFG all terrains. Hey, go, go back to that. Go back to that photo of the rear end. KHG259. Oh, yeah. oh, super used to, depending on your brands, if you ever look at those plates, sometimes they'll like say painted over things. factory. So, like, super back in the 90s, yeah. um, they would have LGBTQIA plus coded oh. uh, license plates because the director of American Subaru was, uh, she was, a, yeah, she, she was a member of the LGBT. Uh, community, okay. it would actually like work that into their marketing. And that's how they actually were known as lesbian cars. Oh, because oh. she would she would like like work in little Easter eggs to the. Well, LGBT. now that I know that it was actually like a sponsored thing, yeah, it's it was a real thing. Like, it, it, that, but no, but I think it's just, like really like Subaru didn't know that, but it's she a great knew Easter that. egg. Sure, yeah, sure she sure, knew sure. that, and mm-hmm. like it, Subaru corporate was not aware of that that at the time, but she was. A, very aware of that at the time. Custom ordering the printed license yeah. plate blanks. Yeah, and so it was really funny how she would uh, that she would do that and like and like actually became like a, like it was like it was like kind of under the table thing where it's like everybody like in the LGBT community sort of knew. Sure, <laughs> like I, at the time. Sure, I mean, it's like the five 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 thing. I would never have known that. Yeah, but like, like if you're in the community, like, like oh, you get like twenty two Bs. Oh, it's hexadecimal. It's hexadecimal for five five five, which is their sponsor which was a car company and a cigarette company. Oh, for It was sake. a cigarette company that sponsored cars and got away with it because it was also a car company that made parts for Subaru. It's like Mitsubishi sponsoring a... <laughs> it's just... It's wild. It's, oh, God. I can't even think of a good analogy. It'd be actually, actually, another mm. good podcast, if you ever really want to listen to it, uh, Donut Media did one on Ferrari and Marlboro and all the oh, weird God. ways Marlboro's gotten around anti-cigarette advertising. <laughs> like I didn't. Wild. I didn't hear the donut one, but I have seen a good number of um, yeah history things about how Marlboro got around all these regulations and advertising. Yeah, it's just it's totally insane. I'm just like <laughs> I mean, credit to them. Smart people find the loopholes and they exploit them. Yeah. So I've I really it don't have seems a like a lot of it. effort to sell cancer, but okay. Yeah. Smoke. Mm, yeah, exactly. Not cancer though. This totally awesome With Sienna the Woodland I'm Special so Sienna. This. So, I mean, really, there's not there's nothing to it other than just, just swapped out the suspension. But I mean, it's yeah. still that's really rad, though. Like, it's, it's it's a minivan. You should just buy this. Why? Why would you not want you, this? I want this need, quite badly. If you need space for things, you should buy a minivan. I love to see that I, Haley just bought an old Odyssey. I know. I, I, you see, I, <laughs> I saw the van culture. <laughs> Like, so done. Like, uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. No. I actually, before bags. I, I I added her like to it. I was like, she said she was. She was done, and I'm like, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I approved it because I'm a mod there. <laughs> and then hopefully you introduced her. I'm like, she has Not a yet, blah no. Sienna. <laughs> but um, no, her her Sienna totally has like a has a entire aftermarket behind it. So this is awesome. Her I'm Odyssey, really excited. Mean, yeah, whatever. We're just looking at a Sienna. Uh, so I want to see this. It's with fine. Di- I, I don't even mind that it's lifted. Yeah, no. Disconnect the sway bars and put some actual off-road tires on this, and take this out to Moab. Like, this, that'd be great. this needs BFG Alterans. It'd be so awesome on BFG Alterans with like you take the Sienna front bumper off, you put out, you put on like a brush guard. 
put on. I'm sorry. You put on brush guard. You put on a, a steel rear bumper. Oh so yeah. So you can increase the incline angles. Yep, the breakovers. <clears throat> yeah, you get like running boards on the side. Approach and departure. Sorry, with like rock on. sliders, that'd be perfect. This oh, would be dude. such an awesome off-road car. We need to like email Rain Prisk, the guy who does all the renderings. Like, can you just like put rock sliders and like rock bumpers <laughs> exactly. on this and have shell trains? Because I really want to see this. I want to see this with all of that. That'd and like, great. I bet the traction stability is good enough to like break vector up the motor. Oh my god, you'd be mm-hmm. awesome! What you could totally do an Iron Man Stewart like livery on it, like the old uh, Toyota uh, Baja 1000 truck. That would actually be really cool. That'd be super rad, and you can get him out of retirement and have him <laughs> with a new Sienna and his like air conditioned luxury. Toyota 2021 <laughs> is your year to make big splashes. Yeah, exactly. Starting with the Sienna, I am a Woodland big fan special. Of this. They issued interest in the WRC and everything. Like, I'm a. Actually, I think this would be hilarious in American Rally. Like, that'd be so awesome. Everything's electronically controlled. They could probably squeeze so much out of this platform. Not only that, like, honestly, with the long wheelbase, it would probably be really stable. So, like, it's the opposite of what most cars are, where you have the short wheelbase for nimbleness. But, like, for, like, some track or for some. Um, stages like this would actually be a really good vehicle. I mean, that's what I seem like for like Baja 1000. This would be perfect. Oh, yeah, that'd be hilarious I mean, to see. Need this. some suspension mods yet, but yes, why, why aren't people doing more with minivans? Yeah, this I, is I, great. I hope this is the start of a comeback for minivans. Yeah, I really want it to be because there's so many awesome mini, there's more cool minivans right now than there are cool normal cars. Um, that's true, and Toyota's doing well on both fronts. Yeah, so anyway, uh, let's go back to talking about events real quick. Um, well, this one this Saturday. Yes, I want to talk about, now that the world's starting out, what events in 2021 are you excited about? Because I know I'm very excited for Cars and Craft happening on Saturday. Uh, that is currently my favorite recurring Minnesota show because Pasolina is gone. Yeah, that, that is probably the best show in the world. I, I recommend coming to Minnesota solely for this monthly meet that happens. Yes, yeah, like, it's it, really it's, good. It's entirely worth coming to. Shows are all about the venue. Curated is cheap, or it's free. It's curated. It's in a great venue. They've got good beer. If you don't like beer, Eleven Wells has a great distillery next door. They have food trucks of everything you want. It's family friendly. There's good doggos there. Are they back in the courtyard now? Yes, they're good. I think. Um, I mean, Josh's demo video, which was hilarious, by the way, or Drive Cartels, where he was dancing. I didn't watch it, but... It's pretty good. I'll I'll watch it. Um, But that was all in the courtyard, so I'm hoping. Hopefully, yeah. It'd be great if it was. But I'm uh, very, very excited for that. Um, the That's... other event that I'm very excited for yeah. is going to be Back to the 50s. I did not realize Is that how... happening? Yes. Okay. I did not realize how much I missed that last year until it happened. And it was the only year I've not gone since birth. Oh, my. Like, literally since birth. <laughs> 2019 was the first year I went. Yeah, I've just never... I've gone t- 29 of 30 years of my life. Huh. You know, I'm gonna count 2020 because I drove past it and I looked at hot, at 50s cars that era, so or in that <laughs> during that week. So okay, that's fair. Actually, yeah, no, I went to El Loro and there was like a mini Back to the 50s that happened, which oh, was yeah. like some random people. See, I actually all right, yeah. So I have gone 30 of 30 years. Okay. <laughs> yep. No, I re- I remember that. I, I don't know why, but I drove by the like the breakfast restaurant across the street and I saw. Yeah, they, uh, on, I think it's like Friday nights. They have like a cruise night in Wilmington, <laughs> but like El Loro, they have a bunch of really cool like. Vintage cars. Got to meet the owner, I think, of Turquoise Vintage. They do a lot of Pyrex stuff. Pyrex? Yeah. Like the glass? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The guy's wife 
collects Pyrex and hawks it, and Jana's like super into it. Huh. Yeah. I mean, so, it's very durable. I like Pyrex. Pyrex is very nice, and some of it's worth a shitload of money. Really? Oh, the people freak out over it. It's wild. I should not be surprised that there's a market for Jana's anything. got like a really solid Pyrex collection, so. I did not know that. Yeah, as long as the lids are on it, they're worth money. Huh. And if the lids are gone, then they're worthless, but huh. if you can get the lid, yeah. All right, good to know. Yeah, I will like keep hoarding all the leftover containers I have for my mother at my house. I'm still very strongly considering going to the race of gentlemen. In that New does Jersey. sound really good. Because I really, really want, like... I forget exactly when that is. It's like October? October 2nd through the 5th or something. If I am not Early busy, October. I, I will go with, because it looks like a lot of fun. I quite badly want to go to that. I, I, I just really want to... I'm doing Pikes Peak this year. Uh, when that's is like that? June 6th. It's it's way earlier than I anticipated this year. Oh, wait, it is early. Ulster's on a train. Oh. But that is... It is earlier... Which is a good thing, because that means it won't overlap with Back to the 50s. Because normally it does. Yeah, that's correct. That's why I don't go to it. I might be able to go to that, possibly. Um, in addition to that, I'd love to go to 50s. I'm going to go to both Proving Grounds and Power Cruise, just because I'm so deprived of all I these weird track I think I'm going to do uh, Proving Grounds 2, not Proving Grounds 1. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to try to do Proving Grounds 2. But... And it's a big maybe, but I might try to squeeze in Monterey Car Week this year since. That's a lot of time work, off for me, work, but you are flexible. Well, I, I mean, so, that's things yeah. like work also. I can work wherever I feel like, yeah. and it's also like a work event. True. So. There's, yes, there's definitely a presence, and you are technically nearby your employer. So yeah, so. That I makes can sense. Just easily, I just cut down my thing and just like write like two listings a day instead of three. Also, uh, the Circuit of the Americas Grand Prix, I believe that's the last year they're doing Coda Grand Prix. What? I think they're moving it to Miami the year after, that's what I'm hearing. Oh, that's fine. I'd rather go to Miami. Yeah, but the track's boring there. So, I yes, Coda, the area around Coda sucks. Where's, but... Where is Coda actually located? Uh, outside of Austin. Oh, I don't want to go there. The only place in Texas I want to go to at all is Houston. No, Houston's a shithole. No, but it got slabs. Most of Houston isn't that. Most of Houston's just I know, just but that's depressing. the thing, is if I was going to go to Houston, <clears throat> if I was going to go to Texas, the only reasons I would go Austin. to Texas is for a slab event. Okay, that's like me going to Atlanta for the donk event, so I accept Yeah, that. exactly. Like it, It's just it's Atlanta <laughs> of slabs. Which like, I need to find out what that is and then go to it also, because I really, really want to go appreciate I just want to go to Atlanta, because that's one of my favorite cities. Like, it's legitimately one of my favorite cities in the world. I, have, I, I like Atlanta. I have no feelings for Atlanta. It, have you ever been there? Yeah. Atlanta's like... Downtown, but... Oh, no. If you actually can, like, get to Atlanta, it's like a big-ass version of St. Paul. Hmm. Yeah, it's... I'm like, not sure if that's a good thing. No, no. It, I mean, it is. Like, where it's like, it's an older city. It was designed to be an old city and everything. Uh, Atlanta's a, an awesome city. Hmm. Anywhere, like, second suburban and further out, you're just... It, you might as well drive to Stone Mountain. It's awful. Um, it's just full of white supremacists after that. Ah. But the actual city of Atlanta is great. Well, I've been, like I said, I was in downtown when I was there last. There's a really good restaurant that's actually downtown called uh, I believe Southern. It. It's, it's there's a lot of huge them. goddamn city. Yeah, but there's a really good <clears throat> one specifically. It's in a little house and it's called Southern Kitchen. Okay, that sounds awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> the best grits so, I've ever mm. had in my life. Even, even better than homemade grits in Alabama. Damn. Yeah, it's don't, that good don't of be telling that made those. good of grits. Corey was very confused when he had grits for the first time. <laughs> when we went to, we were at a Waffle House on the last trip to Houston. We were oh, in Houston. Yeah. He never had grits. He never had grits. 
Oh, He's man. like, what are, what are grits? I'm like, oh, give them a go. They're, they're like a p- potato rice. No, it's polenta. Whatever. It's corn. It's it's know. mashed corn. It's polenta. Yeah. I think it's it's good, but I'm just, I don't know. He's just he, like he couldn't eat it. I'm just like, if you bad grits are terrible, but good are grits are the best thing in the world. And it's one of those things where it's like grits are like a whiskey. Mm, oh yeah. If you have a bad whiskey, it's unpalatable. But if you have a good whiskey, it's the best thing you've ever put in your body. It, it, it's there's no well. in between. Well, I guess there isn't an in between. But there's just a massive range in the quality of whiskey and grits. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I accept your metaphor, even though it's weird. Yeah, I, I would like to go to some donks and uh, slab events. I think that's more of a 2022 thing for me. I think so too. I'm trying to mitigate. Well, Appar- not mitigate. But apparently, just... there's a big slab event that happened or was going to happen in Galveston. And all the police pulled over everyone and towed all of their cars because nobody had a permit for anything, and all their cars had illegal grill arms, like the super long spokes on their wheels. Oh, because they all like stuck out like further than the lane yep. itself because there's like two feet in each direction. It was bad. Those I, I don't dig. I, the I, 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 I dig that real hard. <laughs> the one so on the trunk it. is always hilarious. <laughs> I love them. They're all great. See, like a late model CTS with the trunk mounted spare I, tire with yes, the gorilla. Yes, I love it. it. I, I'm such. A, I'm like all in. I'm so all in on slabs. They're just like okay. they're the next version of donks. Oh my god! And the thing is, is like. <laughs> slabs, what slabs have done for me is they've proven to me that there is no car that is inherently terrible. That is unmodifiable. That is just awful in every way. There's no car. So you're saying a base model front-wheel drive Jeep Cherokee. I, I've lost faith that that's not unmodifiable because I used to say that about the nine, the 97 Malibu. Hmm. And that's like one of the, the bastions of slab culture is like the W-body Malibu. <laughs> Why? I they just take whatever's cheap, like whatever the cheapest possible like platform is, and you do like 1970s pitmobile mods to it. That's what a slab is, and it's the best thing ever. I'm so in on this because oh. it's just hilarious, and it's like these cars are actually like it, like some of them are kind of dumb, like some of them are really bad, but like there's some that are like like well built by built by like low rider quality standards okay and like when you look at the car it's like a 2002 buick park avenue ultra <laughs> with like an al- actual alligator skin interior it's in like dyed green <laughs> like oh. a boyd coddington steering wheel and like an incoherent neon sign that uh, like says something that's like a flex but they, they worked it down to like just like like 10 <clears throat> letters because they get paid per letter to make neon wow like Everything about slabs, I love. I want to see somebody mix a donk, a slab, and a low rider together, and just do a, do like a seventy six like, like giant wheels with yeah. gorilla arms on a low rider. Yeah, that with just, a theme. That that mm-hmm. basically just be a like a, a very well built donk would be a low rider because he just he would add actuating suspension because like a donk is a style of low rider. You'd never be able to hop it with like no, twenty five series never, tires, but never. <clears throat> unless it's like a semi truck. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, let's move forward. Okay, doke. Uh, I want to go back to the East Coast real sure. quick. <laughs> and kind of harking back to episode 214 as well, kind of ripping on primary offenses and things like that. <laughs> but um, we're talking also about St. Paul and Atlanta and how they're kind of old cities with weirdly designed roads. Yeah. Uh, D- D.C. also actually yeah, it another falls one. into that quite a bit uh, where the roads were just sort of, well, we need some. Um, but everything's already developed, so just put them where you can. Uh, however, they do still have a police department, and um, 
just this week, mm-hmm. uh, two of their uh, squad cars with two officers each were uh, were street racing each other, Wait, and uh, they hit each other mm. at Wall Street racing. And how then, do you do that? I've uh, never done that. I've, I've I spent ten years of my life street racing almost every night. And I would have to imagine somebody was ghost riding one of the whips potentially. I don't mm-hmm. understand. I, I whenever I hear about somebody crashing into another racer while street racing, I don't understand it because I spent. Like, I've never come to a situation where I've almost crashed into somebody while street racing. That's just never happened to me. <laughs> I, I I've never seen that either. Like I've seen people crash at drag strips, and it's because of mechanical failure. And like maybe that's what happened here too. If they're going so fast that one of their all seasons exploded. But like yeah, but I mean like even then, like, and they crashed hard enough to almost total both vehicles and injure all four occupants. This is a perfect example of why we need to better train our police forces, uh-huh. and we need a higher like standard <clears throat> of like hiring because currently, literally, like, yeah, it, if you can fog a mirror, you can become a cop. I think like this is just ridiculous well especially if you have a really terrible sense of weight in your hand that's what i mean like if you can just fog a mirror like you you can do nothing else with your body like are you breathing do you have a pulse cool you're on the force like and it used to be anyway i I don't mean to rip on the police quite as much oh they also destroyed a nearby home fence as well oh oh (laughs) i see i did not catch that the first time around Wow. so um maybe they both crashed in Somebody was like trying to avoid the obstacle, and the other officer didn't see it, so they pushed the other car into the fence. I'm just gonna go with that. Sure, I'm just I'm looking. At, so you're saying they were how much racing? You want to bet. I'm looking at how they hit each other, and it doesn't make sense to me. Also, it's not on the screen. Um, oh, but like I, I just I, yeah, I don't I don't get it. Like, how did they? I I don't know if this is actually an image of the two. Oh, it is because the airbag's blown. Yes, like, um, I'm looking at this. I'm guessing <laughs> it had been moved since the the collision because yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Nope, nope. The airbags are off in both cars. I don't know. <laughs> like, were they playing chicken? I, <laughs> was it like the racing scene in what, what movie is that? Uh, Rebel without a cause. Was, that was their racing scene. <laughs> we're not gonna drag be... race. We're just gonna play chicken. Whoever loses drives off a cliff, or whoever wins drives off a cliff. That's the Groundhog Day scene. <laughs> yeah, Where exactly. they're on the train tracks. I'm betting he'll swear first. <laughs> no. So I'm sure there will be accountability for this, and I'm sure they will, you know, all have disciplinary action. Um, spec cop? Oh, no. A <laughs> mild direction change. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> Everyone <died>. killed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Is that a new video game? I'd like to play that. Oh, God. Play it on the sim rig. Or, like, the slightest direction change does nothing, and then a little bit more is full lock. (laughs) And then if you hit, like, Taze button, then it shoots. So are they fired or what? No, nothing yet. What? Yeah, nothing yet. Listen, if I took one of my own cars Mm -hmm. at a bring a trailer event and crashed it Mm -hmm. into another employee's car, I'd be fired. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even a cop. Don't worry. They were traveling at least 60 miles per hour in this residential area. It's just amazing. Ah, so uh, yeah. Yep. No, they haven't been. Uh, th- there's discussions. They should be. I'm pissed that they're not, not been, fired. Yeah, they haven't. I'm been like, I'm, I'm legitimately mad they're not fired. Need for Speed Traffic Patrol. I think they kind of had that, wasn't it? Like the most wanted one. Yeah, it's, essentially it like just that, like yeah. if you drove past it was, the it cop. It was very unrealistic because oh, they yeah. didn't shoot at you. The night. Oh. <laughs> I see. Well, it depends on what character you chose. No, they just never shot at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So GTA is actually the real yeah, one. Yeah, GTA is more accurate. Oh, well, okay. You're not wrong. Actually, uh, fun fact in GTA, yeah. uh, they actually work They when you're playing single player, not online. When you're playing single player, the police AI responds differently depending on which character you're playing as. Hmm. So if you're playing as Franklin, the black yeah. fellow, yeah. and you're driving, and like if you don't try to break the law, and you're driving in like the Beverly Hills area, I forgot what they called it in the game, and the police will just pull you over and try to search your car and arrest you. Awesome. Sometimes for no reason. And if you're playing as Trevor, the cra- the meth head, mm-hmm. when you're in his neighborhood, the police will actually abandon whatever predestinated path they're on, and they'll follow your player vehicle for you until you lose them and if you go off road then they'll you'll get a one star one refresh me um grand theft auto 5 game made quite a while ago 2013 13 or something yeah Yeah. it was on xbox 360 i remember i got the updated version for xbox one and i was really excited because it said better traffic That's honestly the difference in like old games versus modern games. Way more than texture or like yeah, resolution. It's the amount it's of traffic. How much traffic? How many people? Yeah, it's, it's like that's all it is. It's like how much processor can we squeeze out of this bad boy? Exactly. And the answer is not very much. So yeah, GTA Five is actually very, very. It's accurate. foreshadowing. Yeah, it's really accurate. And if you're playing as Michael, you get arrested never. Like you can just like because you're an entitled middle-aged white guy. Yep. You can literally get away with anything. Also depends on the car you're driving, because you're driving. A, I was gonna say if you're driving the Charger. If you're if you're driving like a clapped out car, mm-hmm. uh, depending on your neighborhood, yeah, you'll get you'll police will follow you. It, really, really interesting how they had they did, and it's for something that nobody ever does, because nobody ever actually follows the law in GTA Five. Right. But like, if you, like, I am one of those oh, people. I, I do that. Like, I'll sit at the left turn. I love doing that. It's like one of my favorite things to do with that game. It's like just be immersed and like, like one of my favorite things. Like, I did this during the pandemic. Is like, I was like tired of. I, I didn't, never had any traffic, so I was like, I was tired of like being at home. So I literally play GTA Five. I'd go into like play as Michael. I'd go grab like a minivan or something, and I'd just go sit in traffic on the highway. I, uh, and I listen to NPR. I listen to Chatterbox FM, which is like their NPR. I just listen to I it. I loved driving so much more in the middle of the pandemic with no traffic. It was so much better, but it was like, because I could just exit the car and just be done with it and just blow everybody up if I was mad. <laughs> but like, it's kind of nice. So you're like, you know, I can just like, I can just vibe and just like enjoy my traffic. GTA 5 Los Angeles <laughs> existence simulator. Yes, I want that. Give me that. The 405. Where is Give it? Give me that. I want that. Put it. Shane, oh. no more suggestions. No anyway. more suggestions because then Ryan's going to want them. Yes, I do want them. I already oh, do want it. Um, so do you remember when 500Es, Mercedes 500Es oh, were affordable? Okay. Uh, I mean, I remember when they were like 15 to 18 grand. Just click on this. Oh, God. But not anymore. Oh, 91000 Great. $91,000. Yeah. Hmm. And this is a, this is a pretty late one. Yes. It's an E500 and it's Euro. And it's... One of 951 made. Low miles. Yeah. It's like pretty much a perfect one. Yeah, this is really nice. It's but, even got like the evil. Oh, yeah. yeah I know. It's those. really good. But oh, I hate this. Because I always thought, like, yeah, the 500E is like the best way to spend $20,000. At one point in time, it was a really good decision. And I'll bring it back to this Chris Harris did video not long ago when these were not worth that much money. Yeah. We need a Carbitrage Desert Bus live stream. What? I'm going to need some more context on that, Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, this was like 
it was all the good things about the you know the one ID two point three sixteen and the sport line. Then you yeah. added the best V eight engine, and other than a three pedal box being absent, it was pretty much perfect. But yeah, I mean the Porsche co developed the brakes and suspension for it. Mm-hmm. Mercedes fit the bodywork over that, and it was just it, it, it's it, literally a perfect. It laid it, the groundwork for modern AMG. It is a perfect. Um, it's a perfect example of what German engineering is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason on earth that that car should ever in its entire life have been worth anything less than $50,000. And I'm a little mad that I didn't get in on it. Um, a desert bus is a game that's a real-time simulation of driving a bus from Tucson to Vegas. I am I need that on board for that. I am 100% I'm on board. I'm very into that. Um, I, I wonder if it has steering wheel controls. I want to do it oh, on the God, sim rig. Yeah, sir, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah this, this is... That's so clean. Uh, it, it's so perfect, but it, it was a crime that this car was ever affordable. It should have never been affordable. I like. I should have bought one when they were affordable, but... And just re- rest it knowing at night that you could still have an E420, which is still so good, and they are worth literally nothing. And, and, 420. I mean, sure. Yeah. So I've always made that joke with like people I know that like sell drugs. I'm like, why don't you buy an E420 or Mercedes 420 SEL? I'm like, why? How do you not get this joke? You need to do the thing. Do the thing with the 420. Oh, it's funny. I did the thing where I didn't have this thing up oh, again. I'm sorry. I fixed it. But um, yeah. Like, sorry, Shane. It, the uh, 420s are still like. Cheap. They are so cheap. Go- <clears throat> or not? Don't Google, but like go to search and search for uh, 420 SEL. On bring a trailer? Yeah. Uh, not SEL. E420. No, no, no. Try the 420 SEL. I don't, I'm, I don't I'm, it's a proof that. of concept, though. That's what I'm saying. Is but like look at the super nice sold E420 for fifty five hundred. Yeah, but look at look at the 420 SEL. Just do because, I want to know? Because I actually really liked my 420 SEL. Oh, they're so worth absolutely nothing. Oh, and okay. they're so great. Good. I'm glad they're and still worth nothing. One oh, that, oh, my God. It's so much car for so little money. 5800 bucks? Ooh. As long it, as it doesn't burn oil. It had a little <clears throat> bit of rust on it. That was it. Yeah, the whatever. smallest bubble like on the fender. And it's just so nice. It's, if you want to... I was buying auto transmissions out of these for uh, Blubski because yeah. they didn't interchange with the 560, even though it's the exact same transmission. Exact same. I've run both in the car. Oh, weird. I don't know why, but That's like the so M116, or sorry, the yeah, the M116 and the M117 cars just didn't but, list interchange. Yeah, like I, I can't, I cannot say. Dude, somebody put with, wide body on this one. God, that's oh. great. But I can't say with a, with a straight face that I, I wouldn't be thrilled to own this. Also, I would actually take a 420 over a 560. Oh or God. 500. This person like did all the 500e stuff to this 420, and it was 10 grand. Oh my God! Or See, 12, like, what are you? This is the play. Buy yeah. an e 420 with That's the body that, shit on it. That is your play. If you want a Mercedes, and then if you really want a 500, just put the engine in it. <laughs> it was yeah, just right. a five liter. Okay, I need to stop looking at these because now I kind of want a 124 again. You kind of. What? How do you think <clears throat> I feel? I really want. Well, I see you shifting around uncomfortably in your seat. Well, so no, I'm that's guessing. just because I hate the seat. Oh, um, yeah. well, we have been sitting for two hours and 18 minutes <clears throat> so that makes sense see the thing is i really want a um that would agree i want a 560 that. sec but i don't want to spend money on it i'm aware so i can probably they, you can get a 500 a, they made a 420 sec don't not they? here hmm. in europe they probably did i feel like they made a not 560 sec they made an sec it wasn't a 560 i'm sure it was probably like a 380 
Oh, they did make a 380 SEC here. I would probably and buy And those engines like are crap. Mm, yes, they are. Yes. Because they're single roll timing chain. They are real bad. Yeah, they're mm. real bad. I don't mm-hmm. want that. But um, they made a 4... The, what was the 420 in? It was in... Just the SEL and the SEL. Just SC. the SEL. I would take, uh, I'd take a 420 SEL. I just want to confirm... Yes, yep. they did. Oh, yeah. There's there's your winner right there, buddy, because it won't be running. Well, that's the thing is I just want one so I can put a, a Koenig wide body kit on it. And just I drop a small block in it. And that's as I say. I do not want to deal with Mercedes garbage. Or I have a spare 5.5 liter 117 on a stand in my garage. You may have it. Oh, well, there you go. So I could just make it right. Yep. Have the, have the good dual-row engine that's indestructible, and yeah. all they did was add one more roller chain to it. One more roller chain, and then I can put a big, dumb, wide-body kit on it. Uh-huh. And, and the Euro headlights. God, you got to have Euro headlights. Not only your force. Well, I, I think that the wide-body <laughs> kit only fits Euro headlights. I would be surprised if it was able to... Anyway, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I'm... Uh, 420 is I'm, the way to go. Like the E4 I'm t- with you. The E420, 420SEL, like, those are... The 420 is to play. You're right. But, yeah, I'm more in agreement that these should never have been cheap Mm-mm. than I am mad that they are now this expensive. Yeah, no, this is the price that they should be. Yeah. So, I'm, I, it, the world is, like, at, right now. Look at, like, an RS2 of on. Like, oh, it's an Audi wagon, but like, Porsche co-developed. I'm like, yeah. Look at the 500E. Better car. Same way thing. Way better car in every way. Like, I'm just, I, 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 was, I, I was almost mad that I could afford one. It's one of those things. Oh yeah. Like, oh, I would have. I want to live life not knowing that I could have overlapped with anything that I can't now. Yeah. Well, it's like it's just one of those cars where it's like there's other cars where I'm mad that I can't afford them now. AW11. Um, <laughs> well, even worse because you had one. A86, S13, all of those. Um, but uh, it's like this is like an FCRX7. There's no reason that this should be affordable. And I'm glad that this isn't. And the FC really needs to not be affordable because the FC RX-7 should not be affordable. It's not that that quality of vehicle should not be as affordable as it is. You need a Turbo Two for fifteen thousand dollars all day long. Oh my god, this should not. Be and those that are cheap. those are pretty good. They're great. It's the best way to make two hundred horsepower. <laughs> god, it's so angry. It's Turbo so fun. They're it's a blast. Uh, I love them, and you, you're gonna have to rebuild the engine at some point, so you can just rebuild yeah, but it who with. Cares? Yeah, but it's not like it's a Renaissance. Well, no, that's though. the thing is like you rebuild it, and like nobody cares that it's been rebuilt. They're actually thrilled that it's rebuilt, and it makes more power, and it's more fuel efficient. Cool. It's just better in every way because like every generation up until the Renaissance got better. Yeah, and you can put the later junk in the yeah. FC engines too, totally, so it's yeah. like you can put FD all the garbage. And they're, in there. they're all totally like modular so you can put like if you really want to probably put a 12a1 rotor and like a 13b other rotor how bad do you want a rotary to lope but i'm just saying like i'm not saying it's a good idea but you could theoretically do that like you can do a bunch of dumb shit with rotaries so like yeah you probably could. this and fc are just two cars that should not be affordable ever and uh it's a crime that they are and this should be reserved for the one percent yeah, these these exclusively belong in car fleets of people that I really can't talk to because I'm too poor. I think I'm gonna buy an FC Turbo Two at some point. I should buy one soon. If you're gonna get one, yeah, probably. I think when I'm done with my Crossed, I'm gonna buy an FC Turbo Two because <laughs> they're they're really good. I quite badly want one. You're not gonna they... buy a 2003 XJR. Don't tempt me. <laughs> Don't tempt <laughs> me, that boy. Bombshell. I am the Senate. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening. Everyone, uh, hey, also, thank you for listening, patrons, because on top of a 
another hello. You Did get you just another. give them a three? No, it's two thanks, two no, hellos. They get two thanks, <sighs> two hellos, and then a second goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.